Grant Nisbet has been a commentator for many years. Rugby, cycling, boxing, bowls, cricket. He's covered Olympic campaigns, Commonwealth Games campaigns. With the advent of Sky TV, he took up a head position commenting for the All Blacks tours and cricket tests. He does numerous speaking engagements throughout New Zealand. In 2018, in the Queen's birthday honours list, Grant Nisbet was appointed a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit for services to sports broadcasting. Thoroughly deserved, might add. He joins us on the line for Six in the Song. Grant Nisbet, very good afternoon. G'day Simon, how are you doing mate? Doing very well. Gee, that's a great voice you've got. <laughs> when, when did you get that voice? <laughs> I think it's called God-given, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is in your case. It's, uh, what do you prefer most, rugby or cricket? Interesting question. Uh, I've been asked that many, many times actually. And uh, by the end of the rugby season, you've probably had enough of it. And along comes cricket. Uh, yeah. Sadly, there's no room for cricket anymore because the rugby season hardly ever ends. So, mm. look, I'd have to say rugby, but I really did enjoy my time doing cricket, that's for sure. Mm. How did you become a commentator? Well, I guess it was a natural progression, really. I started at the old NZBC uh, in the late 60s and as a sports cadet, and, of course, we read sports news, etc., etc., and then the time came when you had to go out and do reports on games and then the question was are you able to do any commentary so um started doing a bit of radio commentary and then about 12 or 13 years later tvnz came knocking and another dozen years after that along came sky so look i kind of just fell into it really do you ever get um you don't appear to ever get tongue-tied and i'm trying to say this delicately so i don't offend anybody's sensibilities but with certain teams you know let's just take the fijian team for example there is some you know just really complicated names to pronounce how do you get by in that situation look i write everything down phonetically uh, if anyone ever looked over my shoulder if i was doing a world cup match between fiji and say italy and someone looked Ooh. over my shoulder and had a look at what i'd written on the paper they thought i'd gone absolutely <laughs> crazy but it's my way of doing it is to write things down phonetically um it has got harder in recent years. Uh, I think back to my first tour with the All Blacks back in 1984 to Australia, and there were names like uh, Hobbs, Shaw, Braid, Pierce, Wetton, Smith, Kerwin, Deans, Clamp. I think the hardest one probably was Kevin Borovich. But um, really, it, it has got more difficult. And rugby being a game that goes at speed, uh, often you need to be able to bring a name to mind very, very quickly, and sometimes the very long names, and by the time you've spat them out, uh, the ball's gone through another couple of sets of hands. It's, um, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy, but, you know, you kind of do your best. Good. Speaking of those players, uh, who would be the most underrated player you've seen or commentated on? Yeah, look, it's funny. Um, I think nowadays, uh, you know, they, they identify players so early that, you know, they come through school, the school system, they go into academies, they play provincial rugby, super rugby, and eventually get to the All Blacks. Not many players are missed. I guess if you go back and, and you know, people talk about the likes of Dwayne Monkley, mm. um, you usually find people who are underrated and didn't quite make it to the All Blacks. The reason is that there's been a great All Black playing in their position at the time. And I can think of a fair few over the years. And I, I think Dwayne Monkley's a, a good example of a number of players. Grant, you know, obviously a good mate of yours and another very accomplished commentator is Keith Quinn. And, and 
you know, they play the the moment where Jonah Lomu ran over Mike Cat, and you hear Keith Quinn, and it's kind of what he didn't say that made it so special. He just got, you know the piece. He goes, oh, 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 like that. Is there a moment for you that stands out as a commentator where you go, I just loved that moment in sport. It was the best moment for me as a commentator. Well, I suppose you, th- you think back to some of the great games that you were lucky enough to be at, and I suppose... The 1996 game in Pretoria when the All Blacks beat the Springboks for the first time in a test series. I made a fatal error that day. The All Blacks certainly didn't make a fatal error, but I, in anticipation of the All Blacks winning that game and creating history, I, I wrote down a line or two that I thought might be appropriate once the final whistle blew. And I, and I spat these lines out. And when I heard it later, I thought, that sounded fabricated. That didn't sound at all... Uh, the way it is. So from that time on, I've always just gone with the flow and just um, come up with anything. I think if you write anything down, particularly in an ad lib situation, it's going to sound like that. So, but if you're asking me for the most, most memorable moment, I think that would have been it when the mm. final whistle blew in Pretoria and the All Blacks had actually won their first ever series, uh, series in South Africa. I mean, I was, the Baby Blacks mm. uh, in Christchurch back in 1985, I think it was, or 86 couple of World Cup finals, et cetera, et cetera. But that one moment, I think, was probably the greatest. That's mm. when Sean Fitzpatrick kissed the ground, wasn't it? Yes, he did, and thumped the ground and all the rest of it. And you've got to remember in those days, too, the referee was the sole judge of time. And that, that last 10 minutes uh, went on for about half an hour. Uh, it really did. And you're never sure when the French referee was going to blow the whistle. And it was just relief, really. Have you ever had a player come up to you and say, hey, come on, Grant, give me a bit of a good spin, going to say something nice about me? I've had that a fair few. I really Victor can't Simpson. say any names. V- Victor Simpson. Um, oh, yeah, yeah for, for sure. I mean, but, you know, television doesn't lie, does it? I mm. mean, you, what you see is exactly what's happening, and um, you can't be praising somebody who's not going all that well. No, that must be difficult, though, because I know you're friends with a lot of those players, so sometimes you do have to be critical. That must be kind of a, a difficult part of your job. Well, I t- yes, exactly, it is, and uh, and I tend to stand away from the players. Um, I'm not I'm not sort of saying that I uh, completely snob them or anything else, but I only really approach them in a professional manner. And uh, you become friends with the players later. Um, you know, when I think of the guys that I've worked with over the years, guys like um, you know Grant Fox and uh, uh, John Drake, the like John Drake mm. and and John Kerwin, I was never close to them when they were players. But you get to know them once they retire and uh, and, they, and they join the commentary team, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm. you know, I, I couldn't honestly say that of the current All Blacks that I've got any any mates at all or any personal friends. I, I, I simply deal with them in a professional manner. Very nice. good. Well, a name that is just synonymous synonymous with sport. It's easy for you to say, Simon. <laughs> synonymous in sport with this country is Grant Nisbet. He's on the line with us for Sixness Song. Thank you again, Grant. No worries. Mate, so we'll do some rapid-fire questions. We're just going to come at you with, uh, and you just flick us your first thoughts. What's the last book you read? Uh, the last book I read was Steve Hansen um, by Gregor Paul. Now, I don't only read sports books. Don't get that impression <laughs> for one moment, but I've, I've just ploughed my way through Steve Hansen, and I really enjoyed it. Good. What is your favourite, all-time favourite movie? A movie called The Natural. Um, oh, Yeah. With Robert Redford, it's about baseball, and I, I, I love baseball, I really do. And uh, I went back and had a look at it again just in the last few months. Fantastic movie. Mm, good. Given that we're based in Christchurch, what school did you go to, and what was the best <laughs> subject at school, and why? 
I went to Rongatai College in Wellington along with, uh, well, not that he was there at the time, but Adi Savier and Julian Savier and Martin Nonu and one or two others. Um, mm. My best subject was English, and I liked history and geography as well. Hated maths and science and still do. <laughs> hey, so they tell us too, you, yeah, bowling for you is right up there in your must-do in the week. You're a big bowler. Lawn bowls. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I love bowls. I really do. It's, uh, I tried golf, and I realised I got to a point in golf where I was never going to get any better, and I was ended up throwing clubs and all that sort of stuff, which is not naturally me. Um, mm. And I find with bowls, there's only two things you've got to worry about in bowls. One is how hard you throw it and um, what angle you throw it. <laughs> Nothing else to worry about. <laughs> You'd be a bit of a hit at the bowling club. It'd be nice to say you played bowls with Grant. And you don't it? walk uh, for so far, eh? No, yeah. no, up and down the green, that's it. Yeah. Anything you're afraid of, Grant Nisbet? Hate cluster, I hate being claustrophobic. Confined spaces, can't oh. stand it. Uh, my, worst, my worst nightmare would be going into a tunnel and not being able to go either backwards or forwards. Mm, okay. Two, to finish, what would be your dream commentary job? Ooh, what a beauty. Uh, how about World Series Baseball? Oh, nice, yeah. As long as the Yankees were there. <laughs> oh, <Good. laughs> favoritism. Um, now, last question. Which three living people would you invite to dinner if you could? Okay, these are random. They're really random. Uh, I could go on for hours about this, but one would be Jordan Luck. Oh, oh yes. From the exponents, yeah. To, uh, I was supposed to go to a 60th in Nelson. Uh, well, we went, we had it anyway, but uh, it was very much... Uh, COVID uh, affected, so we didn't have the. But he, Jordan Luck was supposed to be there, but unfortunately he couldn't make it, and oh. I was very disappointed. So yeah. Jordan Luck, of course, uh, the exponents, we all know that. Um, um, Derek Jeter, I don't know whether that means anything to you guys, but he is a living legend at the Yankees. I mean, they've had Babe Ruth and Joe DiMaggio and you name it over the years, but uh, Derek Jeter, who just retired a few years ago, he'd, he'd be invited as well. Nice. That's a great guess. Yeah, good. This is a good dinner party. Yeah, it is. And I, I think um, I'm not big on politicians, um, but I do admire, and I think he's been the best president over the last 20-odd years, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, the Yanks, I, I'm, I'm a real student of American politics and the American Civil War, um, but I think Obama's probably been the best president, certainly they've had this century. Yeah, yeah, mm. you couldn't disagree with you on that. Mm. Grant, we've really loved chatting with you. Yes. We actually need another hour with you. Because I bet you, I bet you, you would be a great dinner guest just because you've been there and done that, particularly with some of the biggest sporting fixtures this country's ever seen. So just a delight to talk to you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you. Nisbo. Thanks, guys. It's been a real pleasure. <laughs> and before you go, mate, what song have you chosen and why, please? Okay. Well, look, I've chosen "Free Fallen" by, by Tom Petty, and it's more of a tribute to Tom Petty. I think who sadly passed away a couple of years ago. But I went to a concert at Athletic Park once, and. He, was, uh, he wasn't the headline act. Uh, Bob Dylan was the headline act, and he was just awful. He had no <laughs> rapport at all with the crowd. Yeah. And Tom Petty saved it. So uh, he saved the whole concert for me. So I'm going to go with Free Fallen, which is probably his most famous song, and it's an outstanding song too. Brilliant song choice. Grant, all the very best. Thank you for all you do, mate. Yeah, man. Good on you guys. Cheers. Grant Nisbet, this is his choice of song. Tom Petty, it is a classic too. Free Fallen. With Cyan James at News Talk ZB. She's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus.